Welcome to the Kingdom Mastermind Podcast, a community for women who love God and want to thrive as joyful lifestyle entrepreneurs. Your adventure starts now. Here's your host, Ann McDonald. The rest of your life is the best of your life. The best of your life is the rest of your life. Have we gotten to a place where we can say that yet? Welcome back to the Kingdom Mastermind Podcast. Woman of God, today we are going to tackle belief. And one of the things that helps us break through on our beliefs is actually learning to say things that may not feel true at the moment. So let's try that one more time, that belief thing. Do we really believe that the best is the rest and the rest is the best? We're going to say a quick thank you to our sponsors, and we're going to be right back with this week's episode. Next Level Experience is a three-day intensive that gives you a paradigm shift on your life experiences. It's not for snowflakes. It is all about the Holy Spirit and taking your life to the next level. It is for those whose life is basically working, but may be stuck and want much more. Stacy and Michael McIntyre facilitate the three-day event, which does not require any money up front. At the end of your Next Level experience, you choose to donate without obligation whatever you feel it was worth. Check out their website for more information on upcoming Next Level experiences at www.themichaelmcintyre.com. Again, that's www.themichaelmcintyre.com. So how do we behave when we don't believe it in our gut, when we don't believe it in our soul? What do we do when God says to do something, to believe something, and every single thing in our body, soul, and spirit is screaming against it, being true, feeling true? What do we do? Well, today we're going to tackle the whole concept of belief. How do we actually behave from belief and how do we change those beliefs? How do we confront those bad behaviors that we know we have to deal with on the belief level, on the soul level, but we don't know how to do it? Well, on this week's episode, one of the core things that I have found breakthrough in, especially as a kingdom minded female entrepreneur, we'll just say over a certain age, I'll say over 50, is that I have to confront the truth that I actually do behave from belief. So I can actually tell what I believe by looking at my actual behavior. That right there is what's known as an ouch. I I don't want to say, oh yeah, it's all awesome. It's wonderful. My behavior is perfect all the time. Well, my family, my husband, my two sons, my family will tell you that is absolutely not true. But one of the things that we're going to tackle today is how our behavior actually gives us this beautiful window into what God wants to do for us in the realm of belief. Why? Because the belief piece is critical to building well as an entrepreneur. We can't actually consistently behave in a manner that we don't believe we are. 
I first heard that quote from a, a man named Steve Backland, Steve and Wendy Backland. They have a powerful ministry. And one of the things that I heard him say years ago was, and you can't actually do what you don't consistently believe that you are. That was this profound moment, this big aha for me in that in that space, because I was trying to transition into an online space for information products and things like that in my actual design business. And I was having trouble and I, I had to just like, listen, it was like the truth really hit me very deeply because I wasn't having success out there. I was having success with my small inner circle, you know, other designers and, and people who I was working with, but I didn't, but I but I believed it. Like I believed that what I carried for them would bring breakthrough. But what I discovered from that single sentence that, and you can't actually do what you don't consistently believe that you are brought clarity for me. Well, over the past, I would say 10 to 12 years, God has really unpacked that concept that we behave from belief. So I can tell what I believe based on how I behave. Okay, great. Now what? Okay, so what we're going to tackle and unpack today, I think I want to use the word unpack, are two different things. Our behavior really falls into two different categories. Now, this is obviously very broad categories, but what I want to do is give practical tools for you today to move forward in a new direction by getting breakthrough in areas that maybe you haven't had breakthrough in before. So what are the two things that we're going to talk about? We're going to talk about experiential behavior, things that you've actually experienced in the past, and we're going to talk about cultural behavior. One of the things that I have found is that God's word works, okay? God's word works, but in order for us to give place for God's word to change what we believe and how we're behaving, we actually have to move out of reading and engaging his word from an experiential mindset. Well, I've experienced this in the past and we have to disengage with it from a cultural standpoint. Like my, my cultural experience with God's word is this, okay? I'm going to share some examples with you later on in the podcast. And we actually have to move into the imagine it's all possible with God, right? God says in his word, he's like, look, all things are possible for those who believe. Hey, let's get a hold of that for a minute. God himself says, all things are possible for those who believe. And I, I was in a situation where I was looking at my life. I'm like, okay, well, I want to believe this thing, but I don't know how to get out of the rut that I'm in with my bad beliefs and with my behavior. And the two places that God took me to unpack in my own life were the experiential behaviors that I'd had in the past and the cultural behaviors that I'd had in the past. So I want to unpack the cultural one first. So uh, for those of you who may be in a similar kind of life situation that I'm in, I was for the most part a stay-at-home mom. We were blessed enough that I could stay home with the kids while they were growing up. Now I did some, you know, obviously I did volunteer work and, and had a design career before we had kids. But once the kids came along, there was enough resource for me to culturally stay home with the kids. So my mindset, my belief about my ability to contribute to the family income, to contribute to the family war chest, if you will, financially, really took a hit. 
because I wasn't behaving that way. There was no part of my my cultural uh, setting at the time that indicated, yeah, and you actually have something to contribute here because I, I wasn't actually contributing in raw numbers. The other thing was that it was feeding off the experience piece, right? I, I wasn't experiencing adding to the, the bank account. I was only experiencing, well, I'm the one who's, you know, we need money for the sport or we need money for this thing at school or, you know, we got to buy clothes, we're going to the grocery store. And so I was both experiencing in my behavior and in my mindset that I was thinking of myself as a drain. Well, now we know that that's not God's heart towards families and towards, you know, when moms are able to stay home with kids. But that was something that I had to confront with the truth of the word of God. Because God's like, look, Ann, I, if it's a new season for you and it's time for you to go out and, and, you know, contribute to your family in that way to start to build as a kingdom minded entrepreneur, especially in the online space, I actually need you to step into your imagination with me inside of my word. Because my word says you can do this. My word says I go from glory to glory. Yes to amen. In the book of Isaiah, God even says, you know, stretch out your tent pegs to the right and to the left. And he talks about expansion and being able to prosper and to be blessed. But I didn't have a season of either experience of that in my natural life, and I didn't have the cultural reinforcement of that in my natural life. You know, carpool isn't exactly the place where you're being reinforced as an awesome online entrepreneur. So those are the two things I want to unpack today. God is calling you to build in this season. You carry something that the world needs. I know that. Why? Because God says himself in his word that he has designed good works in advance that you should do. And the concept of the good works that he's talking about in his word at that point are expansion type good works. They're blessing type good works. They are prospering type good works. Gosh, even the blessing itself, it's like God blessed Adam and he was able to multiply. God blessed Abraham and he was able to multiply. So God's blessing, his heart is turned towards you in this season. And one of the things that we have got to get a hold of, I perceive in this particular season, especially as female kingdom-minded entrepreneurs, is that we have to get out of our bad beliefs from an experience standpoint. And we have to get out of our bad beliefs of maybe culturally, whatever we've been in this past season that has reinforced that we can't do it. How many of you have ever been in a situation where the track in your head is like, nah, you can't do that. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You, you don't have, you don't have the training. You don't have this. You don't have that. I, I remember those moments. I remember when those tracks in my head were just saying all of this negative stuff, like, nah, you'll never make it. You'll never, you'll never amount to anything. And what we want to do is we want to make place for the truth of God to be held in way higher esteem than those negative, fear-filled, bad belief tracks in our head. Because those fear-filled tracks, those fear-filled, bad belief tracks in our head are actually territory that we've given over to the enemy of our souls. And in this season, you are called to build something. I don't know what it is, but there's something that is stirring on the inside of you where you know you don't want to finish out your life and not having taken the risk to do everything that's in your heart to do. 
So how do we actually break out of that space? You know, it's, it's easy for us to say, okay, here's a little, here's a little flow chart. And we're going to talk about our bad experiences, like our experiences with bad belief about ourselves. We can make like a little list. Well, you know, maybe I was bullied in school. I had this happen. You know, I experienced this. I've never experienced being in great shape or something like that. Like we all have these lists of bad experiences that we have that reinforce how we believe about ourselves. And then we could go over to the list of the cultural piece. Well, you know, I grew up, I was only ever a stay-at-home mom. I never thought I'd amount to anything in the career world, or I've only ever been an administrative assistant, or I've only ever worked temp work. And we have kind of these, these cultural tracks in our head about, well, that's just not what we do. And I guess what I want to say to you is, it is so worth it to give God permission to help us take advantage of the imagination that he gave us submitted wholly unto the word of God. Guys, we know that we are a spirit. We have a soul. We live in a body. Our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions. And the word of God is living and active. It's sharper than a double-edged sword. It's able to separate bone from marrow, soul from spirit. And what God is saying in that moment is that if we would come to him and give him permission to work in our imagination realm and just even consider imagining what it would be like if that singular behavior that you really wish that you could change, that God actually had the power to change. Now, I'm tying this back to building and prospering in the entrepreneurial space as a kingdom-minded woman. You know, whether you're in vocational ministry or you are in the entrepreneurial realm, what, what we would know as the traditional business realm. It doesn't matter. But but I'm tying it back to this because I had to get over a whole series of bad beliefs that just kept being reinforced by my behavior. And it wasn't until Steve Backlund said, Ann, you can't actually consistently do what you don't believe you are. And I was like, oh, okay, so I actually have to learn how to believe that I'm a successful online entrepreneur before I can see it. He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, I don't know how to do that. Like, I have no metric. I have no experience. I have no, like, cultural reinforcement to do that. That feels like lying. He's like, well, (laughs) but God says this is who you are before you become it. I'm like, okay, mind blown, right? And and if your mind's being blown right now, I want to encourage you, go to the show notes, download the time compression worksheet and work through this with the Lord. Because here's what we have to understand. The word of God says that we are seated in heavenly realms inside of Christ Jesus, that we are sons and daughters of the living God. Well, most of us, we don't behave like we're actually seated above all principality, power, um, you know, spiritual hosts of wickedness, that we're actually seated in that place and that we have the authority as sons and daughters of God. Most of us don't behave that way. Why? Because we don't actually believe it. So in this, this podcast, I'm trying to unpack this massive concept inside of, you know, 20 minutes, but I, I really want to give you encouragement on this. We behave from belief. If our behavior stinks, God has grace for that. Let's tackle the belief. Well, how do we tackle the belief? Well, we actually have to choose the truth of God's word before we see the result. What do we call that? We call it faith. The word also says without faith, it is impossible to please God. 
Well, and most of us think, oh, that's a little uncomfortable, right? I want to see it before I believe it. I want to behave it before I'll say that I am it. And that's where I was really stuck. I was like, well, but I'm not a successful online entrepreneur. And God just kept reinforcing to me, and you actually have to imagine yourself as a successful online entrepreneur because you can't consistently do what you don't believe you are. Okay. So say that with me, say, just say that with me, right? This is that part of the rest of your life is the best of your life. The best of your life is the rest of your life. And everything you touch turns to gold. Well, when we first start saying that, I don't know about you guys, but I would roll my eyes. I'm just like, really? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. The rest of my life, you know, is the best of my life. It did not sound very powerful. And I was not convinced at all, but after a little bit of time, I started to say, hey, maybe I could imagine that that could even remotely be possible. Well, in the same way, God wants you to believe that those desires in your heart, in your soul, that you actually have, that you're afraid to articulate to anyone about what you want to build or what you want to accomplish or what you want to do, that those are actually from the heart of the living God himself. Before the foundations of the earth were ever designed, he thought of you. And he's like, I know, I got a great idea for this person. And I'm going to set good works in advance for them to do. And then he's like, I'm going to make a way for that to happen. So he sends his son, Jesus. And, and if we understand that the Holy Spirit, the living God himself lives inside of us as Jesus loving people of God, then nothing really is impossible with us. And our biggest hindrances lies between our ears, right? It's our thoughts. And then it's in our heart. Okay. So one of the things I want to encourage you to do today, give yourself permission to tell God the truth. I just don't believe it. And I had to start there. I, I had to say to the Lord, look, I have this desire to do this and to serve these people and to be a really, you know, powerfully strong and abundantly successful entrepreneur in this space. But I just don't believe it. Like I'm, I'm so afraid to want it that I don't know how to believe that it's actually from you. And so what God did was took me on this process of imagination. Now, a holy, sanctified imagination girded by the word of God, right? Girded by the blood of Jesus and just spending time in his word. And I would read things and I'm like, okay, this is where we let the word read us. We don't read the word from our experience or our cultural background. We're at, we actually say to, to God, okay, I give you permission to read me. Right. And so all of a sudden I started reading these scriptures about prosperity and blessing and life and hope and possibility totally differently, because instead of bringing my, you know, carpool experience, you know, I'm never going to be able to make it online. I don't, I don't have any like great training or anything like that. I mean, I flunked out of college, had to go back and get my degree later. I mean, that's, that was my experience. That was my cultural background. And it was like, I had to overcome those things. And the way that I overcame them was to give God permission to let his word read me and just simply take him at his word and imagine that it was in fact possible. All right, we're going to take a quick break to thank our sponsors, and then we're going to come back and I'm going to talk about two really important keys that help us move forward specifically with this breakthrough. 
Do you have a passion and desire to build up and encourage the body of Christ to be everything they were created to be? Do you have blog ideas, podcast ideas, and other media production ideas in your heart that will build up the kingdom of God inside of each of us? If so, follow, listen to, and subscribe to KingdomBringer.com. Darren Eubanks, the founder of Kingdom Bringer, curates and produces high-caliber kingdom content that builds up and encourages the body of Christ across the globe. Again, follow, listen to, and subscribe to www.kingdombringer.com. So I was dealing in the realm of information. We behave from belief. So I can tell what you believe based on how you behave. What I was doing was taking the information about my behavior and judging myself accordingly, and then rendering this judgment into, I can't, I won't, I'll never be able to. That's too far out for me. That's too high for me. I'll never be able to get there. And what God had to do with his word was get me out of that information realm and into the imagination realm with respect to his promises in his word. Kingdom-minded entrepreneur. Everything that we do is girded by the truth of the living God. God says in his word that his promises to you are yes and amen. That he wants to give you health and wealth and add no trouble to it. The problem is our experiences and our our cultural experiences, they don't reinforce that. And that's what the enemy of our souls wants. But what God wants to do is take that information, right? If you break that word apart, it's things that are coming in and forming us. We've got to take that and we've got to yield that unto the actual truth of the word of God. And that's where we actually get breakthrough in our belief. Okay. Now, one of the things I shared last week was that we actually behave out of the overflow of our hearts and the overflow of our words. Okay. What do I mean by that? The scripture says that out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So just like I can tell what you believe based on how you behave, uh, maybe I'll make this personal, just like you can tell what I believe based on how I behave, um, that we can tell what we think based on what we say. And so I had this whole, it was like a, I don't know how to call it, just like this great big car accident in the middle of an intersection where I'm like, God, my words stink. My behavior stinks. My beliefs are bad. How are we going to, how are we even going to get breakthrough on this? Like in a good way, how are we going to clean up this mess? And the place that God started with me is so simple. It was so nurturing and personal. And it was like, Anne, I just want you to sit down and imagine with me in your times of prayer that it's all possible. And I was like, I I don't know if I can do that. That feels really uncomfortable. That feels a little too woo-woo for me. And God's like, just trust me, take me at my word. And all I can say to you, I don't want to cry on the podcast, is that that dance of intimacy in prayer with the living God is what shifted it for me. I got to a place where I felt like I could even begin to believe that it was all possible. 
And guys, that, I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. It's about bringing glory to God in what we do, how we behave, what we believe, the whole package, body, soul, and spirit. And it's not a perfect process, right? I mean, we're, we're all on a journey with the Lord, but what we don't want to do is get to the end of our lives and feel like we missed it. Okay. I have been at the deathbeds of people who I could tell from their tears and their inability to speak at the time that they felt like they missed something that God had set before them that was good. And one of the calls on my life is to empower you. It's to put order into the mountains of influence. And that means equipping you to build what it is that you're called to build. Maybe you're called to build out a music curriculum. Maybe you're called to build out something in the health and fitness realm. Maybe you're called to build out something in the vocational ministry realm. Well, let's get to a place where even the beginning genesis of that in prayer is that we sit down and we imagine with the Lord, what if, what if it is all possible? What if your dreams are smaller than the dreams that God has for you? What if? So today, as we wrap up this podcast, here's what I want to encourage you to do. I want you to take your experiences and your cultural experiences and lay them on the altar before the Lord and say, God, I give you permission to cleanse these with the blood of Jesus and make all things new so that I choose to believe you and take you at your word that what you have for me in this next season is the best, that I haven't even come close to my best yet. Why? Because if you're still breathing, God does in fact have something more for you. And he doesn't want us to come in death and decay and all of these things. No, that's the plan of the enemy. The enemy is the one who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. God comes to give us life and life abundant. And that means just like Moses, when it was time for Moses to go to be with the Lord in glory, he was still strong and full of vigor. It's like, we're not supposed to come into the end of our days filled with death and decay because that's not God. God is life and life abundant. So let's make the most of everything that we have left. Let's take God at his word in this. Next week, we're going to tackle the grace that is available to us in God's word to actually walk this out. I know how hard it is. I know what it's like to feel very unsure about, can God really be that good? The answer is yes, he can. So until next week, Kingdom Mastermind, remember that the rest of your life is the best of your life. Practice saying that because you're worthy and God paid a high price for your provision. Make sure to check out those show notes at www.kingdommastermind.net. And I want to invite you to subscribe, rate, review, and share the Kingdom Mastermind podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere awesome podcasts are found. Until next week, choose joy. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. If you'd like more material and have a desire to stay connected, please reach out to Anne at www.kingdommastermind.net.